0: Welcome back, guys. Strong back, soft front. Don't know what episode it is, but it's me again, your host, Emily Anger. I am sitting here today and I want to talk to you about the experience of frustration um, and kind of refer back to the past few years uh, setting up my business and really struggling most of the time in learning And now looking back and seeing that all of that frustration, all of those, fuck it, I want to give up, led somewhere. And so I sat this morning and I'm just starting a bookkeeping course because I transferred my UK-based company over to Sweden with my move here. And I thought, actually... It's, it's very different to run a business in Sweden. And right now, I don't have an accountant. I've had an accountant in the UK, bless his heart. He's been so loyal and good to me. Uh, and it was a really sad departure of a relationship, if I'm going to be honest. I've really appreciated having someone that had helped me do the things that I am really shitty at. I think part of being an entrepreneur and a business owner is actually to recognize the parts where you suck and find people that can help you take care of that. Um, And I guess it goes really in any type of, we can go back into maybe even a family setting. There are some things that you might be better at than your partner and therefore it would make total sense that you do those things rather than having your partner doing those things. And I remember if I'm going to go back and think about my grandparents, my granddad on my maternal side, he was a mechanic. He was actually in the Air Force, but he was also a really, really good mechanic. And so my grandma, she was a really good cook and she was a really, really good seamstress as well. So it would make sense that if the car needed an MOT, that particular task landed on my granddad. And whenever someone in the family needed tailoring or you know patching up jeans that's been worn out, because that's what you did in the nineties, um, it would make sense that it fell on my grandma because sure, while my grandmother could figure it out how to MOT the car, change the tire for a more specific example. The task would just happen so much quicker and with more ease and less frustration when it was given to my granddad. And also, he would probably find more enjoyment in doing it. And he would add to his value into upholding the status quo of the family. Uh, And the same goes for my grandma, you know, to bring in bread, fresh baked bread on a sunday it would have maybe gotten her a lot of joy to feed the family and to be of use whenever i needed my buttons to be <laughs> placed somewhere else on my shirt or something like that so back to the business it really it really is like that you need to understand what you are really good at and then you might need to recognize where you need help um and i think that's how businesses should run however if you are a new business and something that i recognize is that when you're new you can't necessarily afford to have all the people that are really good at something doing everything for you um and just go back to my own example when i set up my coaching business a few years ago uh, i thought okay so i need a website I need uh, to know how to take payments. I need to have uh, a good bookkeeping system. I need to know this, that, 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 that. list goes on. I need to know uh, social media. I need to know marketing. Blah, blah, blah. You get the picture. But at the time, going to a web designer, getting a quote of probably I can't remember because I went to someone in Australia and I think they quoted me on like six thousand Aussie dollars for a basic landing page and I thought fuck that I'm going to do it myself and so I did Uh, and I can't tell you how extremely frustrated it was to learn how to build a website out of WordPress. First, you need to get the domain, then you need to install plugins and themes. And then you need to, you know, know how to change colors, you need to know how to do all of these things that are just frustrating when you don't know how to. So something I learned, obviously, is that Google really is your friend. Because the answers to your problem are all out in the cloud. I really truly learned that by uh, starting my own business and deciding that I need to make things on my own. Um, Of course, if you have the capital and you want to just delegate it out, you can of course do that. And by all means, if I would do it again, maybe I still would do it myself because here is the thing though. And this is where I wanted to come to with today it's that throughout all of that frustration oh my god throughout all of those I'm about to burst and just give in and and find the money and pay someone to do it because it's so hard and I don't know how but I know that it's possible so I need to keep on searching until I find the breaking point in the process of all of that and still I don't think I have ever been this happy or content or fulfilled with my entire life as an entity and also with who I am as a person because all of these struggles and the frustration that I've lived with <laughs> for the last few years, it really, when you sit back and you look at it, oh, the beauty of learning and the beauty of breakthroughs. I remember when I I was in New Zealand traveling, building this website, and I recognized that, how do I make my website secure? So you go go on Google, you search for, uh, how do you make websites secure? And they say, you need an SSL. Like, okay cool. And it took me three days to figure out what I was doing wrong in making my website secure. It was ridiculous. For three days, it took me that long. Um, And it's funny because I also recognize it as the biggest sense of joy when you recognize that you did not just give in and you just stuck with it, perseverance. Oh, it felt amazing. I, I actually can't. <laughs> I can't describe it more than it felt euphoric in a way, uh, and the sense of pride. And I think that's what a lot of people are longing for: the feeling of I am proud of myself. And it's not because I have achieved an amazing thing. It's not actually the achievement of something, but it's the I was willing to stick with the frustration for as long as it took for me to get the outcome that I wanted. And if that's not beautiful, I don't know what is. And if that's not building up your own character and your own self-belief and your own self-respect, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know what else does. There is nothing you can do more than to stick with something in the belief that you can find the answer that will build you up more. Which is why I don't get it when people are so afraid of feeling shit. Because it's honestly, when you feel shit, you know that if I continue with what I'm doing and I recognize that I need to continue searching for the right answer, And apply myself and to fine tune my methodology, then at some point I will have a massive breakthrough. And as I said, like on the great, like in as a global thing, looking at that SSL problem, having my website secure, it's so trivial. But that itself is, is a great memory for me. Uh, I guess if I were to go back and if someone would ask me one of your proudest moments in life, I would probably mention something like that. And it would be so trivial to, to the common world, to anyone else, even you who listen to this. It's, it's really not a big thing. But it doesn't matter because for me, it felt like such a big thing. And that's the thing as well. Anything in our life is what we make of it. So if we can recognize that we are willing to be shit and we recognize that we are willing to continue to look for answers, and then we can recognize when we have solved the problem that was so frustrating for that period of time, we will start to build up our own character and self-belief. It's amazing. This goes back to why I am such a huge advocate for resistance training, because it's like that. I remember the first time I managed to do a 10 kilo dumbbell press when I started at five. And I remember it because I'd spent maybe a year failing, failing forward and getting stronger in a sense that I couldn't see it on a daily basis But looking back over that year, I had doubled my strength in that exercise. And that is the thing what I love about resistance training. It is not so much about the outcome of anything. It's the application, the perseverance, and the showing up, and really understanding where your limit lies, and then seeing that you are able to push through that on a quite regular basis, if you're persistent. Honestly, I think it's the most beautiful gift you can give to yourself. Um, And it will take away the need to satisfy your ego in a way because all you're focusing on is that particular session and you can refer it back to the session before or three months before or a year before or even from when you started and it will give you a meaning, and it will give you a sense of pride, because you can go back and see that maybe on a a weekly basis, I don't feel so much different, but I can look back, and I can go, wow, but look, actually, I have it on paper that I could not do this three months ago, yet here I am doing it. So performance-based goals are amazing when you go to the gym. Oftentimes, when I work with someone long-term because I do have quite a few people that have worked with me for four and a half years. Um, and we've. Ha- if you've had the initial goal of losing body fat, you would have had to have metrics uh, and focus points that would allow you to see that you're progressing towards that goal, meaning potentially scale weight, circumference around waist, hip, thigh, chest whatever you choose to measure uh, visual pictures body fat percentages whatever your metrics would be and then obviously looking at how do you measure your food intake because it matters so you measure what you measure matters and it matters what you measure depending on what we're focusing on and the goal is but what happens is what happens when you then have reached the checkpoint of I'm happy where I am I've reached my goal or I've done my photo shoot or whatever it is, you need to fill the void of focus because your mind always needs something to focus at. And this is where goals really become important and we have to shift the gear into more performance-based goals and potentially more intrinsic-based goals of, uh, I want to set this level of standard, having these types of habits, Uh, And stick with them and and find ways to challenge that on a weekly basis. Um, So bringing it back into where I wanted to start this podcast today was I, as I said, started doing a business economy slash bookkeeping course last week. And numbers have never been my best friend. Uh, It's the only grade in school I only passed. I was a pretty nerdy kid when I was in school and I got pretty good grades, but maths and numbers was, it wasn't really my, my forte if we put it that way, which is why I wanted to do this. I I mentioned earlier in this podcast, I had an accountant for seven years in, in the UK, if not longer. And he did all of this for me. All I did was sending him my bank statements and, paid the bill whenever he told me to pay the bill it was easy but part of my I guess belief and want is that I want to understand everything as at least as general as I need to in order to be able to communicate but also to take full responsibility um if I don't take responsibility I will start to point fingers if things go downhill. And if I don't take responsibility, I actually don't know everything that I might want to know. And I'm strictly also now speaking for my business um, because I'm a one-man band so far and I need to know all of this. It is actually my responsibility. Uh, I can hire someone and I will hire someone again, But it doesn't mean that the responsibility is still not mine. Um, It's the same for body transformations. You know, I I get clients who wants to have a fantastic body transformation. And while I can help facilitate that for them, the responsibility in achieving their goal is completely their own. As a coach, we help facilitate the change that people need, but the action and the responsibility always lies on the other hand. We can only facilitate, but the action is always each and every one of us to take. Um, so, this bookkeeping course, while I think it's really frustrating, I do enjoy the process of frustration and learning. Uh, I've done so many exercises today, and I have failed maybe 75 of them because. I know dyslexia runs in my family, but I think I have the, the numerical dyslexia. I can't remember what it's called, where you just don't read numbers properly. Um, and yeah, but intellectually, it starts with that. with that. And frustration means you are actually pushing yourself to growth. And for me, and I'm only speaking for myself, it is one of my highest values in life to always become... A little bit better than I was yesterday and to be curious so growth curiosity those are two things for me that leads to happiness and if I can give myself the opportunity to be curious give myself the opportunity for growth then I will actually have a really happy life even if most of the time it will be a very frustrating one So we have to learn to reframe what frustration means for us. Because frustration is just a sign of something. Uh, depending on what it, what you're frustrated about, I would say it's either because you're at the brink of learning something new, you're at the brink of a breakthrough and that's fantastic. But frustration can also mean that you are not living congruently to your values. Uh, you're holding back to speaking your truth because you're scared of what it might be received at or as. Um, So, for example, you might feel frustrated when you're with, with your friend and you decide to drink even though you don't really want to. So you feel frustrated because you had the drink because you weren't, I guess, quote-unquote, strong enough to stick by what you wanted to do because you wanted to satisfy the the social norm of drinking with your friends because that's what they wanted to do. So the frustration can also land in a signal that you're doing a lot of things that you don't necessarily want to do because you're living your life based on what everyone else wants to do. And that frustration... Living in it long term leads to unhappiness. So we have to learn to differentiate what frustration means when it's good and when it's actually a sign that you're just not taking responsibility for your own life. So love to hear your thoughts on this. If you found any of this helpful, useful, interesting, or just a load of bullshit, please let me know. You find me as always on Emily Anger on Instagram uh and why not share this with a friend this week i appreciate you i'll come back to you next week have a good day evening morning night whenever you are and wherever you are and goodbye